0: for you guys about what's going on. Because I'm assuming a lot about you, but I'm assuming you've seen what's happening. You're watching the news. You've seen the riots and the protests and all of that. And I went through it, and for something, something about it didn't sit right with me about... Going into my thoughts and feelings about the current situation in America and how the police treat Black people, and and that all of it needs to burn down. No, not reform. Burn down. And it's messy, and it's incoherent sometimes, and it's very emotional. And then that's when it hit me why it didn't sit well with me because I realized as a cisgendered white woman, my feelings are irrelevant in what's happening right now. Absolutely irrelevant. And most likely they're actually making the situation worse by putting the burden on people that have lived with this situation their whole life because of the color of their skin. And we have been given the opportunity to be educated repeatedly and have looked the other way. And I want to say thank you real quick to my audience. I seem to have a very loyal following and it's slowly getting bigger and bigger. And I'm always humble and grateful for you guys. And so I'm going to assume a lot about you guys right now because I don't know much about you. I don't know. But I'm going to assume that you're actually pretty liberal based on the amount of people that come back and based off a lot of the guests that I have. It's a lot of liberal, a lot of uh, ideas that sometimes people don't understand or agree with when they may possibly be conservative, you know? So again, I'm assuming that you're liberal and you've taken... You've gone on this journey with me because when the pandemic hit, when COVID-19 hit, as you have obviously seen, my podcast took a hard pivot away from sex and sexuality in a lot of ways and awkward sex um, into something that's way more personal. So basically what I'm saying is we're going to do another hard pivot. And this is the episode. This is it. I'm going to read something to you guys by an influencer, Erica Hart, that you should go follow immediately. Erica Hart is a black, queer, non-binary femme. Her, her pronouns are she, they. Like her, her bio, sex educator, racial, social, social, gender justice disruptor, writer, breast cancer survivor, model. She has everything. Her and her partner, Ebony, actually have a podcast, too, that once you are done with this episode, you should subscribe and listen to Hood Rat to Head Rep, a decolonized podcast. Or you can Venmo them at Erica-Heart, at Ebony-Donnelly, PayPal, Erica at IHeartErica.com, cash App dollar sign, IHeartErica. Or you can go learn from them even more and buy their online Racial and social just ugh, I can't speak, social, social justice webinars. They have gender webinars. Very fairly priced. And so Erica Hart says, Sex positivity is decolonizing. Sex positivity is actively anti-racist. Sex positivity is the end of wealth disparity. Sex positivity is a safe and affordable place to sleep every night. Sex positivity disrupts cisgender hetero identity being the standard. Sex positivity is restor- restorative justice. Sex positivity is the end of STI stigma. Sex positivity are fat bodies existing without contest. Sex positivity is accessible for all bodies, abilities, and ages. Sex positivity is very black, queer, indigenous, pro slut sex work, asexual, trans, femme thriving reparations for the state of black people. Sorry, reparations from the state for black people. Sex positivity lifts up works and contributions of black people to the field. Sex positivity is always radical and is not optional. That is what this podcast does aim to be sex positive. And you can't be sex positive without all of those things that Erica Hart listed right there. So if you can't be on board with that, then like, this isn't the podcast for you. And I feel sorry for you that you're not willing to open up your mind a little bit and sit with the uncomfortable reality of our privilege that we've had. If you're white, it will be uncomfortable. There are many posts and memes and things I've read that made me feel uncomfortable, and it was guilt of looking the other way, only being active, fully, fully active, when another black person in America has been murdered at the hands of people that are supposed to protect, at the hands of people that have no right to make that type of, de- to not make that type of decision, have no right to like own a gun and kill someone, when the walk scot got free. If you're in a major city, oh well, fuck it. The protests are happening everywhere now. I saw that there's a protest in fucking Manassas, Virginia, where I used to be like very close to where I used to live in, when I was in Virginia. There is still a pandemic happening. There is a respiratory illness that can be lethal to people happening. And I understand if you're very afraid to be in a crowd of people. I was, I was very afraid. When I went to the protest. But I did all that I could to protect myself. I actually wore two masks. Um, a, ma- a surgical mask and A bandana. And sunglasses. And people were very like aware of people around them. Honestly, people not fucking wearing masks were fucking police. But. And as you've heard in this podcast. I, I don't leave. Um because of my OCD it was very hard to do there were moments where i had to be very aware of my breath i had to be very mindful to not have a panic attack or an anxiety attack but if you're white and you are in a place that there are protests happening and you're on the edge and you like like you want to go it's time for us to risk our bodies too because there's this potential that this will die down. And I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. But if it does, which it has in the past repeatedly, black people in our country still have to deal with the police and this rigged system and a pandemic at the same time. And that's not fair for them to carry the whole burden we have to start risking our bodies too. They never ask for it. It's still optional for us to risk our bodies. So that's why we have to do it. If you're high risk, you can help obviously with cash, with your card, with your wallet, with your bank account. We should be all doing all of, as many of these as we can do, are able to do. If you're high risk, please don't, and it could, it could kill you, coronavirus could kill you, stay home. There are. I'm going to get off, I'm going to stop, and I'm going to do a lot of research, and there's going to be a lot of links in the description of this episode. And I will probably continue to keep those links in the descriptions going forward, because this should not stop. This should not stop. That's what I'm learning, how performative I was in the past, and how I was only there out of convenience when it was okay for my schedule. Or my needs. And that's not okay. And that's not being anti-racist. At all. I'm including myself in this shit. I haven't done enough. This podcast hasn't done enough. My guests skew white. There needs to be more black people on my podcast. Talking about whatever the fuck they want. So when this episode ends. I want you to go right back to where you clicked, listen, subscribe, download. And I want you to go through those links. It's going to be books. It's going to be places to send money. It's going to be nonfiction books. It's gonna be fiction books. It's going to be black owned bookstores. Do not ever fucking buy a book on Amazon ever again or a major corporation ever again. Go to these stores, support them. America literally made money, made itself off of black bodies. It's, there's no excuse anymore. We can't stop, ever. It needs to be a daily thing that we're doing. And read and educate, but also take action. Have the conversations with your family. There's always someone in your family. I had a rough one with my parents yesterday. It was hard. We do not align politically. We do not see the protest the same way. I do not think they were happy that they heard I was there. We have to keep doing it. And it won't be the last one that I have. We have to keep doing it over and over again. And you know what? It has changed my relationship with my parents. It has. We used to be closer. But we white people have to start showing up and making the sacrifices that have been forced upon the black constituents, people of America, of fucking everywhere. So I'm trusting you to do that. And I'm using my platform to talk to you guys to do this. I do have a platform. I'm going to do better. And I really think you can too. And to my black listeners, you know what? Email me your Venmo, man. You deserve some joy in this shit. i <laughs> happily Venmo you guys at awkwardsexinthcity at gmail.com.